Welcome everybody, Good Life Housing Partners. It is episode 124. Today is Monday, October 23rd, 2023. We are back in the Good Life Housing Studios headquarters in our official podcast studio in downtown Los Angeles. Mr. David Fong back in the house after two weeks of travel covering New York, Las Vegas, and God knows where else. He watched a little football, he talked a little baseball, and he's back with us, folks, ready and better than ever. Mr. Fong, how are you? Where yes. does it find you, my friend? Get in, get after it. It's been two whole weeks. Yes, it's, it's been a good two weeks. A lot, lot has been happening in, in, uh, during these two weeks, and so, uh, you know, unfortunately, I haven't been here for two weeks, so I would have talked about these last week. But during this interim, we had a lot, a lot of Fed action happening yes um, for the fed for the fed for our busy fed out there yeah so uh, a few uh basically about a week ago over a week ago we had some uh, another strong jobs report u.s added 336,000 jobs and then as a result 10-year treasury reached its highest level <laughs> since since uh, 2007 4.79 uh, but then since then which i first took note of that um last week um the 10-year treasury hit five percent <laughs> So it's just been been going up. This sneaking up. Yeah, huh? the inflation jitters are back. Um, but now, see, we also had in between these two weeks a CPI report, and CPI climbed three point seven percent year over year, which is the same amount um, in August. So the September CPI report was was not that bad. It was kind of you know same, same same. But um, but unfortunately, with with these jobs reports, and then uh, we also had last week the. Uh, Mr. Powell himself gave a little speech in New York. Always nice to hear, Jerome. And once again, it was a speech. Uh, some someone came up with three word summaries of of his basic script, which is basically <laughs> improvement period, uncertainty period, and caution. Is <laughs> basically his script. And so basically, he's saying, well, you know, we've got some improvement, which yes. is like what we have here in the, in the CPI. Um, you know, hotel and housing prices were down a little bit. Um, but but you know but it's uncertainty. But there's st- we're still not done yet, and and it's you know we still it's gonna take a while. And his his quote was, you know we're making progress, uh, but 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 it's it's still gonna take a while. The path is highly likely to be, be bumpy, and will take some time. Yeah. So again, not really saying anything other than you know maybe expect things to to, to stay the same for a while. Um, now on the market side, people are. Well, let's, let's just talk about this for just one second. Let's let's just. Like I think in some ways we've we've reached a point because we're so waiting for what Jerome is going to give us finally he's going to open these gates and and start lowering rates and we can all get back to legal making. And the reality of the Fed is to generally say nothing or in times of crisis be aggre- as aggressive as ne- as needed in action and mm-hmm. still sort of say nothing. Right, mm-hmm. like if you go back to the GFC, like they were reducing the interest rate at a pretty mm-hmm. fast clip, not as fast as how much they've raised it in the last year or eighteen months, but they were generally saying very little about that the economy is going to come back and it's going to be better and we're going to get jobs and yada yada yada, and then they would just be like, okay, well we're, we need another fifty point reduction or we need another twenty five basis points and we're right up, but they generally wouldn't say much, and so I think we've gotten in, we've got lulled into this idea that Jerome's just going to like, hey, I think things are fine. Thumbs up everywhere. Let's let's start re- reducing these rates to give uh, our commercial real estate guys some some relief finally here, and the homeowner some relief, or the home buyer some relief. I mean, I I really think that this is something that's sort of been created over the last like two years. Yeah, it seems like they it they've now come 
and put together the real script, right? The script yes. is always the same. The script, baby. <laughs> the script, which is basically I'm not really saying much of anything. <laughs> of anything. And that, you know, but don't think I'm doing anything in the extreme either yes. way. Yes. I'm not, yeah. I mean, I might just, you know, I'm going to continue, like, you know, do continue the course. Stay the continue course. Continue the course, whatever that means. We're going to lower inflation. And that's about it. We, yeah. we don't need to, like, we made some the progress. But, we don't need to add jobs. Yeah. We're, those things are fine, yeah. right? What we need to do is just lower inflation. That's it. Yes, and yes. so that's our. And we're committed to it, no matter what it takes. It. So I think, I think we, you know, this is one thing to like just think about a little bit. It's that there's never going to be the point where like, hooray, we crossed the finish line. I don't yeah, think that yeah, ever happens. Yeah, yeah. Um, but what's interesting? So now the odds makers are putting it at um, the next meeting is November one, hmm? which is uh, next week. And 97% probability, no rate increase. That's the bet. Okay. 97%, which sounds which, pretty strong. Which, by the way, if you look back to uh, September when they when we didn't do, when we had another pause, mm-hmm. the early indication on November was it, people thought it was 65% chance that it would be a rate increase. Yeah. So, so they, it's, it's flipped. It's flipped, yeah. It's, it's completely flipped. Yeah. Now, interesting. Of, of course, geopolitical events have happened since, yes. I think, the last yes. podcast uh, we had, right? There is. <laughs> and so as, as I, there was a talk of the town when I was especially in New oh, York. Sure was. There's a lot of talk about, you know, the humanitarian crisis happening yeah, in Gaza crises, and, and, this, and these attacks and everything. And so um, that, that was scaring a lot of people. So um, maybe, that, maybe, that's, maybe that's why it's now no rate increase, nothing, nothing, you know, nothing too dramatic from the Fed. Um, and the other odds right now, and we can check this out again in another uh, 20, 20 or 30 days, is a 75% chance uh, that no rate increase in December meeting, too. Yeah, I, I so, so, The big so one is really, it's, it's really February of next year, March. When's the first one? February, it? February. So that's really probably, it's how they feel going into 24 in that first 40 days, 30, 40 days of, of 24. Yeah, that'll be the big. That'll be. The Although big. I could see, unless something dramatic happens, I could see that being a zero, and then really everyone looks set to that March meeting is when things could, really could shift. Yeah. So, on my trip, as you know, when I was in New York, I actually stayed in Times Square, which yeah. I never. Wonderful. I visited Times Square having grown up in New York City, but never actually stayed there. And so, and I stayed at the Merritt Marquis, which is one of these hotels that's just right on, you know. Main and main of Times Square. It's got all the billboards at yes. night. And so I w- ran out. At, it was a very unusual experience for me. I ran out at night at 11 o'clock just to make a uh, Walgreens run. Uh-huh. And I was surprised to see, you know, as bright as daylight. Almost there, yeah. pretty, and it's full of tourists, which yes. was the other thing. It was a lot more people than I thought. But it still had the little bit of New York sketchy hustler, homeless yeah, hustler yeah, yeah, running yeah. around, too. But a recent article talks about how Times Square is experiencing a huge resurgence. Yeah, apparently. Oh, really? That's yeah, so, so, so while I was there, I came across this article. And apparently, you know, during the pandemic, when we were out here, pandemic basically turned it into a crazy ghost town. But uh, since then, there have been 180 new businesses opening in Times Square. Hmm. That and, takes and, you like a lot. Yeah, and, and the, the, so the, the theater, then, you know, one thing interesting uh, where the hotel was, I didn't realize, like, literally there were over 10 Broadway theaters just on the, yeah. on the side of the hotel. And sure enough, there were mobs of people lining up oh, for I'm the sure. for the Broadway shows. And, and you know, I was, I was you know, pleasantly surprised, you know, to see that. And, again, the sales from the theater goers and office workers is really generating a lot of, actually, restaurant uh, demand, too. And so, um, and rents on average have, have um, you know, gone up to 13 uh, thirteen hundred one thousand three hundred forty two dollars per square foot in the third quarter uh, versus the pen, uh, 
versus the pandemic low of nine nine hundred fifty nine thousand nine hundred fifty nine dollars per square foot. So per year. Per year, yeah. So pretty big, um, pretty big jump. Wow. Hotel occupancy September twenty twenty three reached eighty eight percent. Thirteen hundred dollars. So if you're thirteen hundred dollars means on a thousand square feet, you're gonna pay one hundred thirty thousand in rent per year. It's, it's expensive. It's expensive retail. That's, that's, yeah. It's high traffic retail. The, that's what you want. The hotel occupancy in September 2023 reached an 88% uh, occupancy rate, which with um, average daily roommates up over 10% to to average about $417 per night, wow. which, I, which I have to confirm too because originally before I got the conference discount at the Marriott Marquis, yeah. it's a nice, decent Marriott, but it's right. still not a Ritz-Carlton no. <laughs> or Four Seasons. And it was six hundred dollars. Yeah. When I tried the book, it I think that's pretty much June. now that five hundred bucks is pretty much the reality of Manhattan. Yeah. So um, and then and then in terms of the hotel deals, Manhattan hotel deals where people are transacting sales, twenty five percent of all hotel deals in twenty twenty three this year alone in Manhattan have been um, in Times Squares because because this resurgent new buyers are coming in and, and see a lot of upside. In Times Squares. Interesting. So, so you know, I guess a lot investors of it, are doubling down on the tourism. Well, a lot of it sunk so much during the pandemic. You had businesses, not only in the Times Square, but even on a national basis, just shrink their overall footprint or market share in, in, in many markets, including including New York and including Times Square. Yeah, yeah. Well, and the same thing when the Broadway theaters were shut down. So now, like, uh, ticket yeah. sales are growing. So a lot of investors now also feel the same way about Times Square, that it's a... Uh, you know, it's coming back and it's drawing more and more people. And I, having been there, I could say there definitely was more and more and more people. So, um, now the opposite extreme, we've talked about San Francisco. Sad. <laughs> Sad. They, they actually kicked off, they got a catchy little name here. The San Francisco kicked off its vacant to vibrant plan. Oh. <laughs> to go from oh, vacant to vibrant. Go London. And so uh, they unveiled, the city unveiled, I guess they've got this program where they uh, first round of 17 pop-up businesses that they have now chosen to occupy rent-free, empty downtown retail spaces. So they get so 17 businesses they've chosen in the competition from uh, people who've applied. They get free rent for three to six months. Okay, who and then they'll the get uh, the 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 landlords have um, oh. basically basically all agreed to, to not charge rent. Oh wow. And so, and so, and then they will also give these businesses um, gr- anywhere grants from anywhere from uh, three thousand to eight thousand dollars. Yeah, that's from actual city money. Hmm. Okay, and this is seventeen. The first round is apparently there's gonna be multiple rounds. So this is the first seventeen businesses they're doing this for out of nine hundred applicants who want to be downtown. Or I guess these are small businesses who are looking to. So the the basics of it are you you go downtown, you get three to six months free rent, and you get like. Somewhere between five and ten thousand dollars worth of grant. Yeah, and 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 the building owners also receive each five thousand uh, dollars per per uh, tenant for to cover costs of utilities and other a little bit of carrying costs. That's really a nothing. Yeah, that's no, really a small <laughs> amount. I agree. I agree. But I just want to point out they're starting something. This is the beginning of the vacant market. Yeah, I, I don't know. That's a lot of thought for that. Yeah. So the goal like, is to bring more people, obviously, downtown I mean, just, and help these businesses become long-term tenants. Let me just clarify tenants. something here. Okay, we literally just talked a second about about thirteen hundred dollars rents. Yes. Times no, but it's a different. <laughs> I get it. I get it. They're it's different. Complete cities. opposite. They in fact have different names. Okay, New York and San Francisco. So <laughs> yes, I get that. I get that part. Of it. Literally, we just talked about one place charges thirteen dollars a foot, and one place is giving out three months of rent. Three like, months, essentially zero. Yeah. <laughs> like, wow, that's 
Well, okay. it's, it's 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 an idea to try to you know at least these landlords are not getting anyone come in to pay any rent, so at least they give it away. They really like so for the landlords they're giving it away the space, but which would be empty anyway. But at least they get a little bit of money to help cover some carrying costs for the city, and maybe they get lucky. These tenants make it <laughs> and and want to stay there. You're listening to yourself right now, right? <laughs> yes. I want to just I want to just this reminds me of something we did like maybe. 50, 60 episodes ago. And we talked about how the city of Tulsa was essentially offering people, this is mm-hmm. a singular person, that if you work from home and you want to do work from home from Tulsa, they'll give you a $15,000 yeah, grant. A $15,000 yeah, grant. More money than in this Tulsa. Person. Yeah, which is essentially the same amount of money the city of San Francisco is giving to actual businesses that are supposed to employ other people. What well, pop up businesses? I don't know what these people Whatever the heck is. I mean, it's the same amount of money. It's like, okay, all right. Uh, so anyway, I just wanted to, you know, we no, talk a lot I, about I, San Francisco. Yeah, they, you, they actually do something. It's not your idea. This <laughs> yes. is something you came up with. I just, I just want to point out, I thought it was a catchy <laughs> little name, though. It's a good name. It's actually a good they name. You're right. It. It's a good name. You got to get the name part right. So, so another area that's actually, I didn't realize was doing so well is uh, Century City here in our neck That's totally different. <laughs> so Century City, you know, it's we talk crushing. so much about office markets. It's considered arguably the, maybe the best sub-market, office sub-market in the United States right now. It is. Basically. And the, the recent example was uh, another company, Clear, Clear Lake Capital, PE firm, just signed a 15-year lease for 150,000 square feet and an office building that has not been finished yet. It's still under construction and won't be finished until 2026. <laughs> But they pre-leased the building, and the rent here is twelve dollars a square foot a yeah. month, or one hundred forty-four thousand square foot annually, uh, which is pretty high considering when you look at office rents across LA. You're basically asking at three dollars and eighty-six cents, <laughs> and so wow. at twelve bucks a foot, that's a pretty kick-ass rent. Yeah, and so uh, so you know, and the main reason you know for office demand there is that people feel there's. It's close to residential, good workforce. Also, it's a lot more safe, safe, safe than downtown it's LA. Clean, and it's clean. cleaner. And they've got decent re- retail. they got restaurants. I mean, it's, you know, it's what we consider yeah. a lot of places. It's, it's where a lot of executives and office workers live and they want to be. So. Yes. yes. Um, so there's no distress in Century City office buildings, yeah. unlike, unlike yeah. uh, downtown LA that we talked about. So Very just a little distress over there. So yeah, so, so Century City and Times Square, doing bueno. Mm-hmm. <laughs> San Francisco trying trying to move the needle a little bit, <laughs> like yeah, one inch at a time, basically one inch at a time. Yeah, yeah. Now, unfortunately, you know, more bad news for the office market. Uh, CompStack, uh, S-T-A-K, uh, a data company, you know, did analysis of major U.S. gateway office markets, and basically many of the major office markets are set to see a significant number of lease expirations also coming up from 2023 to 2025. 87.5% <laughs> of all the lease of these leases were all signed in 2018, 29, and basically at a market peak. And now, due to all the things we talked about, tenant downsizing, hybrid work, um, you know, their desire to move somewhere else, they're probably not going to renew. So more, more pain is to come to uh, office landlords in the U.S., Except for Century City. Except for Century City. That's a really just a very unique... I think you're going to see some of these these secondary parts of major cities that tend to be a little more upper income or much more upper income in the case of Century City, where you're going to see actually like real growth in the office market. Yeah. Yeah. Um, although, although one thing that's helping a little bit on, on the office, one thing is at least moving to some transaction is, you know, the seller... Seller doing seller financing has become a little more, uh, much more 
used tool than it has been in the I past. I think so. I think that's a great point, actually. I think you're seeing more and more people very willing to do self-financing now. Yeah. Um, and just an example, one uh, on a larger scale, Capital One Bank, big bank, um, just um, sold to Fortress um, $1 billion of office loans that it held on its books that it just wanted to get off. And in order to facilitate, they provided a lot of financing, cheap financing to Fortress. And so I think for them, it's a way to get something off their books, book another loan with a group that has some money that can hopefully, well, default and, and make its payments. And so, um, you know, it's a way for sellers to kind of get deals done if they can, if they can uh, you know, from a business standpoint, justify it. Uh, JP Morgan also did something similar for a, a $350 million mortgage that they were trying to move um, for, for a major uh, office building. Um, seller financing, which is kind of good too, also helps avoid regulator scrutiny from the bank standpoint. And the other thing is too, it doesn't necessarily upset the market so much because they're able to get a little higher pricing yeah. than if they had to really write it down to true market value. So that's the other reason why it's becoming much more prevalent, prevalent these days. Yeah, I think so too. I think, I think you're going to see, I've started seeing it more. And I think that's, if you're really in a position to get a deal done, yeah. that is probably yeah. the best route. Yeah. But it's also Great. interesting that these banks are doing it too because it reflects yes. a certain urgency that they want to move this before you know a real write down happens. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think I think you're going to see more of it now. Yeah. And I think that'll be the trend that'll that'll start to continue in, over the next few months. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it's a like I think one thing to be clear and I don't I don't think you're saying this is that this is something I think you're going to see more of over the next 12 to 24 months. But I don't think it's going to be like a forever tool. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to like be it's more like a... used and say, like, something we can consider. I mean, we, we've considered it on, on some deals, right? Yeah. Like, we've considered going back and let's figure out a way sure, to get sure. this. But I, but I think, on the, but at least on the office market, that is something that I think people will start to, I think oh, we're yeah, starting yeah, to see yeah. office start to well, get a little more realistic. Totally. So, that's the most, you know, the rough, most roughed up. So I think people are starting to see people get creative that. and it's a way that, you know, you're sort of compromising, right? And if you've got the ability to do so, I think a lot of people do. Yeah. All right, uh, why don't we keep it short, because we're sure. going to try and, and keep a question and answer s session as well. We had some really good feedback. So, folks, if you have any good questions, please don't hesitate to contact us with those. We, we, we had a good time doing that last week. Um, but uh, any upgrades? Any, 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 we've done a bunch of numbers. So why don't we, any upgrades okay. or any, any content? We always have good content, I feel like. Uh... I did, because I was, I was traveling, and I again, I think I talked about how like I was so surprised watching the, that movie, John Wick. I saw I was watching another movie this weekend. More you. you know what I realized, though? I finally realized it's, it's you know what it is, too? It's my TV, I realized now. It's garbage. It's, yeah, it was, or, well, no, it's old. Let's use a different it's phrase. Garbage. It's old. <laughs> it's an older TV. It's over 10 years, right? I, I, I believe producer Jason might confirm that. But I realized, like, maybe I should just buy a new TV. And so, because yeah, I watched um, Equalizer movie, 3 yeah. uh -huh. and, um, and also a Mission Impossible movie that was recently yeah. out in, th in theaters. And, you know, especially um, Equalizer 3, it was set in Italy. And when I watched it... How was that? Was it good? It was, you know, it's, it's possible. It's, it's possible. It's, it's the same as what you would expect from all... The story yeah. is the same, all Equalizer. Yeah. Um, but what I realized is this, this, this the clarity TV is, it's kind of reminds me of like in the old days when you used to watch soap operas. Or, or I don't know if you ever watched soap operas. Yeah. <laughs> when you're younger, like the, the old era of soap operas, they used to have it on TV. Yeah. Like All My Children, that kind of yeah, stuff, yeah, yeah, General yeah. Hospital. And, you know, when you looked at it, granted it was old black and white TVs back in the old days, but when you had color, 
you know, there was a certain like liveness to it that it felt more real. And, and, you know, just seeing Italy, parts of Italy from, from this TV, it, was, yeah. it really felt like I was like, oh, like I, 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 I was there. I was there yeah. in Italy. And I was, I was, it made me realize like I should, I should get a, uh, get yeah. what it is. It made you realize yeah. that you should go to Italy. Yes. You're just but like, I did, but I did, but I did on the, but I did on the, uh, the upgrade. <laughs> I did go to, I did get a massage at the Kenyan Ranch Spa. At the oh, Venetian, so, so that was, nice. that was a nice wow. experience. At the Venetian? Yeah, at the Venetian Hotel. Because they have a Kenyan Ranch there. And I was walking around my little rope and stuff. I was at the gym and I noticed. Uh, some people doing that. I thought, hey, maybe a massage would be. Why not? Why not? So, so Soak here. it up, baby. Soak it up. So that's my upgrade. <laughs> nice, very good. Um, that, that's a good upgrade. Good content, good upgrade. Better TVs and massages. I like it. Um, I've been watching. I, I finished Lupin. Oh, Lupin. Okay. okay. That's the French uh, dub over of uh, the famous uh, thief. But it, it's a good series. Uh, done, done, second, done, second season. Or third, season? Third, oh, third season. Third season. Okay. Third season. Uh, done very well. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a good series. And a good, 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 good finale. Good, good series. The guy is very charismatic. It's it's very well done. Um, I enjoyed it. Um, yeah, that's, that's that was my. Oh, I also watched uh, Old Dads, which is a new movie on Netflix. Oh, I saw, I started yeah, to watch that. that. It's it's like uh, it's with you know, Bill, Bill stars Bill, Bill Barr. Bill Barr it's like yeah. it's like you know, I mean you've seen this example. He's like you know his kid is in preschool, but it's like it's like I think it's set in L.A. It's like some super like you know. Uh, Everyone gets a snowflake. Well, yeah, it's a kind of super school. like progressive, like woke preschool. <laughs> like they, he like he like yeah. He brings like he he brings like a gift for the class, this nice olive tree, and they're like, oh, that's amazing. But they're like, oh, but it won't work because they're like, yeah, it, it attracts the wrong insects and the way it. Yeah, it's not, cons- it's not, it's not like consistent with yeah, the, with, it's, with it's the rest good, of the trees. It's got some funny yeah. feet guys in it. So yeah. It's good. I mean, I haven't finished it, but it's a good movie. It's like yeah. very like. I I saw that scene too. It's yeah, funny because yeah. she said she said, "Oh, it's uh, the the principal who yeah. was, who was turning down the tree." Said <laughs> it's a she found it funny. She said, "You brought a tree that's just like yourself, <laughs> just like yourself, just yes, like yourself. Someone exactly is incompatible." <laughs> yes, it's, it's funny. Uh, yeah, but I've, I think I've seen. I haven't seen to this degree. Obviously, he's a little extreme, but I've seen definitely like dads at like you know these preschools are like little run a little more liberal. They're <laughs> like, "What is going on here?" Uh, but it's funny. Um, so I'm looking forward to finishing that. And then upgrades. Man, did we do any upgrades? I mean, uh, my kids are super into Halloween. And do they have their costumes on They've set? got costumes. They've got, you know, they got a lot of stuff. Um, they've got a lot of events. It's, it's pretty, like, a big deal. And But I've also noticed that, like, nowadays, you know, I, I think this is really more, more recent, last year or two, where the the out your ability to create like an outdoor halloween situation you know scene at your house has become just a lot easier because there's so many like just the quality of like ghosts and witches and mm-hmm. all this stuff has gone up so much wait you're talking about the decorations the decorations, decorations the outdoor decorations okay. like have you done the we ours are pretty basic ours are good but they're like basic. but are yours like you because some people like hire people you can to, hire to, people to do which that. we haven't done which we so may yours just, yours just, uh, you just but but but, they, but you can get some like pretty like um pretty high level like skeletons that are like 15 feet tall and like it's pretty like you know if you go to these here. like neighborhoods where yeah. there's a lot of like young kids. I see, I've seen that in my you, yeah. You can see some like pretty dramatic scenes. Like there's some there's some that are it must be cost like you know at least five ten grand yeah. that people are yeah. like putting into their Halloween decorations. Yeah, yeah. Like literally cars are passing by like on a regular. Yeah, that's good. That's, but it's fun though. It's so fun. So festive. you have kids so who, festive, who are getting yeah, into the costumes. It's great. Yeah, they're into the they're into the whole situation. So yeah, that was we've definitely done a nicer Halloween 
uh, decoration this year, but there are some. Wait, people. do you do you take your kids to the uh, pumpkin patch? No, no, we just go to we just go to a neighborhood near our house. Where we live, it's it's not conducive to trick or treating, but there's some neighborhoods nearby. No, no, but I mean, have you taken them to pumpkin patch to get pumpkins? To, to get pumpkins, yeah, and they've you done carve that. The pumpkins? Uh, they've done that, but they haven't gotten the bigger ones to carve. I think they're doing that this week. Oh, okay, um, that's like a whole another event. So, um, yeah, that was an upgrade. So, anyways. We're going to keep these episodes a little shorter. We're trying to do a more question and answer session. So we'll hopefully have one of those this week. Um, but thank you guys for listening. Thanks, everyone. See ya. Thank you, Brett.